Krom. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast. Okay, so the way we left the last session, you all were striking out at first light, and you were you were stepping out of the uh, the gates of the keep just as they were being offered, like opened within the uh, you know within the the first rays of the the eastern sunlight hitting the hitting the walls of the keep. So, so you are striking out, and where are you going from here? Are we going back to the caves, or are we going to go do some reconnaissance on this bandit reaver figs? Yeah, what are we going to do? <laughs> I don't know, comrade. Wait, you're Russian now? I thought we were Germanic. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, we're Germanic. <laughs> I'll just stick to my voice. I don't know what we should do, comrade. I I would vote for going back to the caves because if we can bring back some evidence that we know what we're doing, maybe we can get that military support. It might be a little more difficult doing that with killing figs. Yeah. Also made it sound like he might be a little tougher. Yeah, that's true. He I may guess be it a... doesn't surprise me that Alois feels this way, that we shouldn't go after the thief. Oh, I guess, yeah, now that you mention it. But I, I tend to agree. I think we should go back to the caves. Fair that's, enough. That's what brought us up here. Okay. So uh, if you guys remember, the caves are they're basically about three miles to the east and to the north of uh, where the keep is. So you set out at a goodly pace. Uh, you're going through the hill country. You have the, the large uh, forests up to your north. So on your left-hand side as you're heading east. Uh and you get uh, probably about two-thirds of the way out to where the caves are. And uh, who's, who's up in the front here? Not me. I'll do it. <laughs> okay, so what's the, what's the marching order that we have here? Yodas is number one. Okay. I can go second. I'll have my bow out. Okay, so we have Alois, and then uh, is Furka or Gustav next? Uh, Furka, then Gustav. Furka. Okay, so as you guys are going along, Yodis, you notice off to your your left, you hit a part where the, the, the forest actually gives a bit more space away from the trail, and you catch... At least uh, something that I guess from this angle you hadn't noticed before, but there's a bit of rubble. Probably, uh, we're going to say it's a couple hundred yards off trail. 
Uh, it looks like it's at least a piece of a wall that you just sort of get a, a slight view across a, between a couple uh, uh, sort of hills that are coming together and get a little, a little glance of, of what seems to be some, like a wall in the distance. Guys, there's some sort of like rubble over there. Should we check oh. it out? Yeah, I'm not sure how we've missed this going up and down here so many times. Well, we were harried a couple of those times. Yeah, I mean, nice. you you haven't gone back and forth, but like twice at this point, right? Yeah, and, maybe, I mean, maybe that's three times. The, well, and that's even you guys, and not right. even Alois. Right. Yeah, uh, I suppose that's true. So, so yeah, I would say this may be your third pass through here, and at least the last time it was at dark. So, uh, suffice to mm. say, this is just not something that you guys have 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 glimpsed from the vantage it's it's kind of hard to see like unless you just happen to be looking on the north side of the road for a span of just like a couple you know a couple gates of the horse's you know feet you would miss this i'm intrigued by this i know we're supposed to map out the caves but this is another thing that we could map out and maybe get paid for Let's check it out. <laughs> right, and it and it is closer to the keep, so you know if there's if there's things here to slay, then that's even more reason to help out. I will bring this area into Pedrun's light. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Yodis is wanting to get paid. He's saying, "Let's go look." You guys all are game, so I'm presuming that you're maintaining the same marching order. Are you? You're just riding, like, are you staying on your horses and sort of just sauntering up to the to the to the van to, like the to the spot that you're seeing here? If the terrain is uh, appropriate, then it, yeah, I'll ride. The it horse. is. I mean, you're going up a little bit of a slope, uh, but it's kind of a draw in between two, you know, uh, changes in elevation here. So you're kind of working up a draw. It's pretty rocky. But now that you're following this draw, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious that there are the ruins, like foundational ruins of some building that was here previously. And so at this point, you've closed the distance and you're about 100 meters away from it. Or 100 yards, depending on if we're doing what, metric or English. What's here. a meter? <laughs> um, My car gets 40 hogs heads to the... <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, well, I, I want to look around and see what I see. Okay, so this was probably uh, some sort of cottage, best you can tell. Like, the foundation isn't very big. Uh, I mean, we're talking about something the size of a large, a large room with inside the keep that you just came from. So maybe, you know, in the neighborhood of like 20-ish feet by, by 20-ish feet, something like that. Like a, like a relatively square uh, foundational position with, with none of the rockiness exceeding above head height. So you basically have stones that have collapsed inward so you have uh stones that you can see that have must have fallen inside of the structure but there's also some on the outside too so is there a door uh you can see what used to be like where the door would be uh but there's no door on the hinges so yeah all we can see is like the outline of a building and Mm -hmm. And you're you're relatively close at this point like i said about 100 yards away so so you can see the the door is slightly 
off to the right hand side of your vantage so it's like you're looking at one wall that's kind of at an angle and the other wall that holds the door is there but again both of these walls are like chest high at their at their highest i say we ask if anybody's home okay so you guys go ahead and mosey Wait, that up. was a, that was a discussion oh. moment oh, <laughs> no, okay. no 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 well, i'm uh, hello well <laughs> uh, to the cabin it's quiet. It's about, what, about 7.30 in the morning uh, at this point, uh, and you don't get any response. You hear the slight gurgle of the, of the river to your south. Gurgle, 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 gurgle. Um, I go look around on the other side of the wall. Okay, so you, you approach on your pony. You get up to the, to the hovel here. This is, I guess, I, you know, I said that. That's, that's pretty much what this area seems to be this is a cottage that's been pulled down it's been partially burned out not recently but in some some previous lifetime perhaps or at least maybe just a couple years previous there's the 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 walls were burned and torn down and so what you're seeing here is what seems to be a burned out torn down uh cottage could this- there was there any other kind of signs of life like maybe an, like an overgrown orchard or maybe other building structures or a well or anything uh there's no structures that you can see no but i mean that's a good question uh if you wanted to sort of skirt around the area directly behind the cottage you're you're pretty close to the wood line there so so it's you know surely there could be things back behind the cottage that you're not necessarily seeing because it's sort of getting close to the to the overgrowth of the the forest that's getting close yeah i'm just gonna poke around but stay in like eye or earshot of everybody okay so so you you strike around the back uh you you mentioned specifically a well i think just a second ago uh, or maybe I'm just adding that in, but you do find the stone remnants of of what would be like a cistern sort of like well. Uh, it's not high up of the ground, but basically there's the same rock that was u- used to build the cottage makes a circular about knee high uh, situation where you would be able to you know not fall into it, and it's it's covered with uh, with at least some rotten boards. You wouldn't want to just jump on this thing because you might very well fall in. I'm getting a real Bourbon and Barbarians meets Evil Dead vibe here. (laughs) (laughs) It is the day after Halloween. So uh, you guys are looking around. uh, So as far as Yodas and Gustav, what are you guys doing? I'll go inside. Okay, so you step in the front entrance of this of this cottage and i guess the best way to describe it is you come in the front entrance and you're entering sort of the middle of what would be a a wall that's like it's a relatively square foundation here and so as you're looking in at the far distant wall and slightly to the left there is what would be like the chimney location for uh you know for cooking and the fireplace uh and that, Can I just stand in the doorway and like survey what I see? Yeah, then? yeah. So that's what you're seeing. Uh, basically, it's rocky. It's gorsy. There's not much in the way of of any like standing furniture or materials. There are some bits and pieces of like cracked and rotten wood in the corners, uh, but that's what you see currently. 
wonder if there's a cellar or something. No cellars. <laughs> um, I'm satisfied that there's nothing here for us. Yeah, I I He's feel similarly. Good. I guess we could always keep this place in mind if we need a place to rush back to. I mean, it might offer some sort of cover at least. Excellent idea. Cool. So, are you guys heading back south towards the uh, towards the road? Yes. Alois, is sure. that the tr- is, okay? Uh, and the same thing with you too. Yes. Okay. So you guys head back to the road, and you are there. You. This is a pretty clear, obvious place where that that old hovel is located. It's basically a point where it's. It's get it's past the vicinity where the at least the first two adventurers were ambushed by the the long neck weasel cat. Uh, so you're at the point where the forest is spanning further away from the road, where you know as a compared to where you were ambushed before. So so knowing that you would be able to judge, hey, that's exactly where the the cottage should be. Should you want to find it again? Cool. I say okay. we head. I say we head back okay. to the cave. Okay, so you guys, sh- time. you guys, you head back that direction again. You know exactly where you're going, uh, and so you get to the point where you would be striking back out into the woods. At this point, about two and a half, three hours. I mean, you basically go about another hour, uh, and as you're as you're getting close to the woods to the south. You notice that there are some dark clouds rolling in, and it looks as if a storm is on the horizon. Well, we better find a cave quick. I don't want to get wet. Yeah. Who likes being wet? I mean, this 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 does look like uh, you could be getting some some shiesty weather here pretty quick. Uh, but the good thing is, at least you're at the the forest edge. So once you get inside, you should be sheltered a bit more from from anything like lightning you'll be away you'll be not out in the open should you go back into the forest right now yeah uh just keep an eye on the weather and keep on trucking okay cool so you guys head back out now you know your path to the relative area where the caves of chaos are so tell me where exactly you're going within that area i propose that we go back to the cave that we have been in before and go to the area that uh, we found Furka. And because that opened up into, I guess that opens into a prison cell, though, doesn't it? So maybe that's yeah, not. Yeah, Furka says, yeah, that's, there's yeah. Okay, so that's maybe not the best way to go. But we could uh, start there. And then uh, the best I remember, there's a hillside and we spotted some other cave openings around there. So maybe yeah. we could at least. Go there because that's a known landmark where we uh, sort of have our bearings, and we can find a sheltered spot away from the ogre to uh, uh, tether our horses, and uh, then we can go spelunking. Okay, so Hi. so so I think that's good sense. Uh, just real quick, is my can you guys hear me all pretty well? Yeah, you're just a little quiet when you're back away from okay. the mic. Uh, can you maybe turn me up just a little bit in my my cans? Cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a bit better. Okay, so you guys, from from what I just heard, basically you don't want to go in the vicinity of where the uh, the troll was previously. You're gonna stick to the further northern slope 
uh, where you at least fought the kobolds to begin with. You're, right. You're yeah. right. There were a couple different uh, cave openings that you could see from that vantage. So you're able to, to retrace your steps pretty easily at this point. Uh, as you're getting relatively close to where the caves are, uh, it starts to rain. And you can tell it's going to it's gonna unleash hell here pretty quick. So uh, I hate being wet. So so you're coming along and you're getting to the point where you know where you bedded down and at least for Gustav and for Yodis, it's the first night where you guys bedded down where you had like the, the flare beetle that set upon you and you had your various encounters that led to your interactions with Alois the first time around. You're in that vicinity and you can see that there's at least one cave opening directly upslope from you. And you know that, so that's that's one opening that's in the vicinity of where you fought the kobolds. And you also recollect that you had monsters coming at you from further in the holler. Uh, and those were the various monsters that you fought in preparation for the, the encounter with the troll, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you were fighting like some gnolls and mm-hmm. uh, maybe even some... Uh, couple bugbears i think there was a bugbear yeah yep so so that you basically what i'm saying is you know you can see a cave up slope but you also know that monsters were coming from deeper in the holler yeah let's follow the i think let's find a good spot to leave the horses and go further on up into this uh into the holler Okay, so at this point, it's raining. It's starting to come down pretty good. Recall that you're in uh, a rocky, pine needly sloped area, and you have a handful of big pines that at least are keeping the bulk of the rain off of you. But man, it's 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 coming down like cats and dogs. It's it's definitely rough, and so your your vision is going to be impacted to some extent and you're getting a little bit of wind so things are swaying a little bit so you're getting a little bit of noise too uh but not so much that this is just like totally impenetrable it's just that you're like you know leading your ponies along like through the woods and it's pouring ass rain on you uh so you are able to travel along just a a slight bit further and you can see both a cave opening that's directly in front of you and then one that's again upslope and away from from your current trajectory which is basically just following the slope right you're not going uphill or down you're just sort of following into the the deeper interior of this draw is there a creek coming down out of this it's nothing quite so severe as that it's almost more like uh it's almost more like a large network of caves so perhaps underneath you there's falling bits like it's, it's more gradual than that I see. and it's more of like a basin okay yeah and uh, you know even if you didn't know those specifics that's the kind of thing that Faldar would have re- like like noticed at the outset being like hey okay. this makes sense we're in a network of caves here so you're kind of in this bowl shaped depression does it look like the kind of place like maybe we want to have our horses up slope because of flash flooding? No, no, because and this no, you're, it's not that dramatic of an elevational change. It's just that okay. it's it's just that it's wet. 
Okay, just checking. I don't want to. I don't want to come out of a cave and have no horses because they got swept away or some such. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's a good a good question. No, you're nothing is going to get like washed away here because you're of sufficient enough elevation. I mean, uh, I can't say what would happen if you were down on in the ground, but at least here, there's no fear of like anything washing away. Perun, protect the ponies. <laughs> Yeah, I I I think let's find a pine tree. Uh, let's hitch the ponies up. Let's uh, give them some oats and let's hightail it toward this cave that's directly in front of us. 